What if through compassionate mindfulness and omnipresent awareness, you became instrumental in creating lasting impact? What if you surrounded yourself with people who had the same mission as you did? Welcome to Mindful Mompreneur Moments, the podcast that will provide the midlife mompreneur with a combination of mindset, mindfulness, and meditation tools. Each month, we delve into a specific theme that will allow you to take actionable steps that may just spark a little fire and get you pumped for whatever comes next. I'm Shilpa, founder of Omni Mindfulness Coaching. And I'm Tanya, founder of Zenya Coaching. In this space, we will share impactful interviews that tell compelling stories, relevant insights, and guided meditations. The stories we share through the lens of mindful entrepreneurs will resonate with you and give you an opportunity to be inspired. Next up, Gail Knott. Gail is a business coach and co-founder of Lyft, a coaching accelerator for solopreneurs. She strategizes with purpose-driven business owners to create a personalized client generation process that saves time, shares their message, and allows them to create their legacy without sacrificing their family life. She is an expert at building a business around your life instead of the other way around with over 20 years of experience in marketing, sales, and personal development. In her free time, Gail enjoys playing and taking care of her young daughter and reading business and personal development books, as well as homesteading and camping in her RV with her husband and daughter. And now, here's Gail. Greetings, Gail. Hello. Again, thank you so much for joining us, Gail. On this month's edition of Intentional Living, and um, because we're talking about intentional living, we'll, we're going to go jump into the questions right away um, by starting off asking you if you could share with us what intentional living means to you, and more specifically, how you um, initiate, uh, how your initiative as co-founder of Lyft contributed to your intentional living. And, and perhaps also let us know what Lyft is. Oh, sure. Thank you for having me here. And it's a great question. It makes me really think about the opposite of that when I wasn't living intentionally. Because there was a, a major shift in my life just before becoming a mom. And I, I do believe that's one of the reasons why I did become a mom was I wasn't living intentionally. I think I was living to other people's expectations. And I thought that was what I wanted as well. And maybe it was. And yet I kept failing at what I thought success was supposed to be like. And it wasn't until I had a falling out with a friend who embodied that style of living that when we had a falling out, I realized, oh, I think we just value different things. And she's a wonderful person. She's warm hearted and, and lovely. We just value different things. And me being in that circle of friends, because I, I do believe that old adage of that your, 
you can be the the sum of the people around you or at least you're influenced by the people around you when i removed myself from that circle and just had time for myself and really thought well what do i want and what do i want my life to be like i was able to reboot my business and my life and my marriage and really get back into really living my my values because I believed in freedom and what what exactly does that mean to me and it wasn't just freedom of what we experience in the United States is freedom but more of freedom of choice freedom of space like having more space in my calendar, space in my life to just enjoy and and enjoy and be rather than always having to do, do, do. I think I lived in that mantra of uh, that I was a, a doer. I had my whole image of myself wrapped up in who I was as a business person and, and as a woman. And it was all wrapped up into what I did versus just of who I, who am I? And that's who I am. I don't know if that really makes sense, but it just, this big pause in my life to let go of that. And I convinced my husband, who's very much a homebody, that we should sell all our things and move into an RV <laughs> and travel the country. And so we did, we left the company we were coaching for we sold everything, we moved into an RV. And then that's when I finally got pregnant. <laughs> After almost a decade of trying, it was like I had to let go of everything and free myself up to have this opening for a child in our life. My husband was a little skeptical because he was by then he was 50. But <laughs> I was set that you know, finally she's here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Yeah, that idea, that idea of letting go and just um, kind of having faith that things will go the right way. Once you freed yourself of certain blocks, it's amazing. You know, I, I like to think of it that way. She came as a blessing um, after you've done the cleansing that you needed to do. You, she was mm -hmm. just at the right, at the right time. Yeah, she definitely did. She, I feel so much more in present and so much more calm, which is definitely helpful with a two and a half year old <laughs> who's yeah. very strong willed. And I, I love that about her, but it can be challenging. I'm really glad that we have the space in our lives to, to be, to be here for her and to be present right. for her. That's so interesting. When you mentioned the term identity, I recall years of my true identity was all revolved around my role, my title, my, my, this, my, that. And it wasn't until I started to really pause in my own marriage and realize I'm happy and I don't even actually think about work as my source of happiness anymore and that role. And mm -hmm. I, I started to free up some energy emotionally. And that's when Omni was born or conceived. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But um, I wanted to share. So we have that in common. Like I wasn't, uh, I was very focused on career, and it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I had my son. Could you share with our audience your journey from being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. a mompreneur, and from my understanding, you had chosen the path of being entre an entrepreneur 
from a very long time. It wasn't right. from corporate to. No, I was a horrible employee. <laughs> I was the one who showed up late and left early and gave attitude if there was nothing to do. That that drove me nuts. I, I enjoy work and I enjoyed my work, but if I didn't have anything to do and it felt pointless, I felt like there was a waste of <laughs> waste of my time, which is probably not what you really want in your employee, but it just wasn't for me. I, I first started off as a freelancer. I was a website programmer and back in the late 90s before the dot-com crash, it was easy to find work as a freelance programmer. Of course, that crash happened and that gave me another uh, reason to pause and reflect and see what I really wanted to do in my life. And I explored different types of careers. I, I tried being a website designer for small businesses. That wasn't my fit. I, I became a massage therapist. That was my calling for a little while. And I grew my practice into a wellness center and I really loved marketing. So at um, the other recession in 2009-ish, 2010, I pivoted again to focus on social media marketing, which kind of led me towards my path with business coaching. And I was just doing my thing. I, I had my first my massage practice and then my social media business, coaching business. And at a certain point, I had... You know, you have this conversation with your partner. You're like, are we ready? I think we're ready. Okay, let's start trying. And you try and you try. And I know so many people have experienced this where you get disappointed every month. And it's so heavy and so hard. And I have, I have friends who experiences experienced other hardships. And I felt like, I don't know if I could go through that, of, of that process and at a certain point i kind of gave up or maybe surrendered and i have great nieces and nephews and other kids in our family and i became the awesome auntie who would pick them up from school and take them out to the park or take them to the museums and get them really tired and then give them back <laughs> to the parents that is an and awesome I'm auntie I loved it. I absolutely loved it. That's what I did in my free time. What's great about being a business owner is you could, hopefully, if you've got the system in place and all that kind of stuff, is you can set your schedule. So I set my schedule around the kids' school schedule and was able to help out my sister and her husband as well by helping take care of the kids. Uh, and I, I love doing that. And it wasn't until, like I mentioned, we decided to travel. I left the coaching business I worked for and became started our own coaching business. And that's when we founded Lyft, which is an online coaching community. And Lyft stands for learning, inspiration, freedom, and transformation, four of our, our values that we, we hope to instill and empower in our clients. And we... we built it online like a membership kind of thing and had group coaching over Zoom before Zoom was cool. <laughs> so that we could, yes, help more people, but also we wanted to travel. So as long as we had internet, we could support our clients and then that gave us our freedom. And then now with everything going on the last couple of years, it's been a benefit to that we were already there. Now, are you still in your RV? No, we moved into a house. It got it gets a little harder when they start moving. 
<laughs> when the kids start moving, when they're just a baby, they lay still sort of. It's easy, but when they start crawling and walking, they want some room to to move around. And I know there are a lot of families who who do it with kids of all ages. But for us, with her changing needs, as well as we had some older family members that needed support, that we decided to to move back into a house. But we did get a smaller trailer for weekend trips, and that's been a lot of fun. Oh, nice. You seem to be like the epitome of living with intention. You know, it just sounds like you're so family oriented. And the, the fact that you choose something that, that becomes a career that revolves around family, basically, because you want that time with them. So that's it's remarkable. It's really nice. Thank you for sharing that with us. So after the transition into the mompreneur role, mm -hmm. could you share with our audience how to live with intention and find a life of purpose? Mm. That is a great question is I remember, I mean, it's, it's partly a blur. It's only been two and a half years, but I remember after a month, af a month after she was born, I was starting to miss my old self. So that's that, that transition of who am I now of, okay, I'm not that doer. I'm not that hustler business person always on the go. I want to be here and home and attached to this little baby all the time. At the same time, I missed who I was. And then my brain wasn't functioning. It still doesn't function as well. My brain wasn't functioning <laughs> as well as it used to I like words still words still are hard to come out <laughs> but I I felt like who am I if I couldn't think anymore because I couldn't think you know it was only a month after giving birth and I didn't really know who I was um so going through that process of finding purpose and identity I think it's a great time to have compassion for ourselves because we've we've gone through this major transformation, whether it's a biological birth or or a different type of of bringing in a child into your family, it's a huge transformation into in your life, and now you have another role. So it's I I was just me for forty two years, <laughs> and now I'm a mommy, and I'm I've only been a mommy for two and a half years. So it's a transition and, and I think it's important for us to have compassion for ourselves, important to find community for with other parents, other moms who are going through the same thing. It honestly helps being an older mom. It helps to find older moms. It's kind of a, a fact of life. It's I, I like to think that their age is just a number, but there's just there's just different experiences that we have. When you get Facebook ads for giving birth and then Facebook ads for a mammogram at the same time, you know you're in a different field. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a different stage of life. It, 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 I do think it's funny. I mean, my mom, when she was my age, I was going to college. And I'm my mom, when I'm now that age, I'm potty trading. It's just amusing. Yeah, it, it's yeah. so different. And yeah, it does give you a sense of purpose when you're able to connect with uh, other moms and give advice or share, you know, it's, it's 
It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That even physiologically, I am sure that younger mothers have the agility that I don't. <laughs> I mean, I remember going back to the gym and really pushing myself hard. I'm like, I'm, I need to be strong because I've got a little one. Yeah. 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 I've been more aware of, um, I, I started doing yoga again because I want to maintain that flexibility or get that flexibility back so that we can play on the ground and I can lift her up and, you know, no problem. I'd like to think I have the same amount of energy as I did when I was 20. Um, That's probably not true. (laughs) (laughs) But I still feel that I'm still full of life and she's going to keep me young and and we're having fun. It's it's really fun to see the world in and through her eyes. Yeah. for sure is that I, I I can resonate with the way you described the journey of becoming an old I, I don't want to say the word older it's, it's so subjective the mm-hmm. age um just coming at it from the perspective I want to be more present I have the wisdom to know what it means to be more present right yeah right um so l- last question how do you integrate it sounds like you mentioned yoga but how do you integrate mindfulness modalities into not only your everyday life but your work and keep mm-hmm. examples for moms and mompreneurs that are listening to you i one thing that's different from who i was before is that because i'm not always on the go that i'm able to pause and reflect and i i get four hours four to six hours of babysitting two to three days a week, depending on um, the schedule. And sometimes I'll spend a whole afternoon just planning. And there's a little part of me that's just like, um, are you wasting your time? Shouldn't you just spend this time doing your marketing, your sales and things like that? But it gives me the space to, to reflect and visualize to, I'll, I'll spend time doing yoga while I have babysitting. There's a, again, there's that little part of me, like, shouldn't I just get right into work and hop into the laptop? But I feel like it's part of my work routine. So I'm very lucky and very blessed that my mother is a a wonderful babysitter and she's downstairs as we speak. (laughs) So I go upstairs and I have this little routine. I roll out my yoga mat and uh, do my yoga routine and I'll, I'll do affirmations and visualization and meditation within that routine. I don't do it for very long. Um, cause there's that still part of that, that little go getter of me that wants to go, go, go. So anywhere for five to 20 minutes, maybe if I'm really feeling it 30 minutes, it's not a long routine, but it works for me. Come in. I love my journal. Uh, I'll write in my journal, I'll reflect on my vision and uh, what I want to bring into the world. And then that helps me set the day, my work day or work afternoon, whatever it is that I've got to to focus on what's really going to make a difference in my business and what's really going to make a difference in my clients' lives through those actions. I want to really avoid busy work or doing things just just because every everyone else is doing it um and feel really good about that 
So if I can do like these one, two, two, three items in my business that um, are those big pivot points in my business, then I've, I did a great job's work. And then at the, at closing time, um, which depends on the day, close up that laptop and then it's back to the baby and going through um, night, our night routine with her. And I love that as well. And that is so wonderful that you brought in those skills that was probably part of you, like the planning, but now <laughs> you've translated that into how to plan it so I'm more intentionally present with my daughter. She'll learn from you. She's watching now. She knows how to be able to now approach her own career with that mindfulness. Yeah, and Gail, I love how you express how important it is to do what's good for you, you know, like, and not be hard on yourself. I think that takes a, that kind of mindset is like an achiever's mindset, because when you begin, you begin to be hard on yourself, everything falls apart. You know, mm -hmm. if you say to yourself, I, I did five minutes today, and that is awesome. Like that is mm -hmm. such an achievement. You pat yourself on the back and you move on and you know, and, and I think many people get stuck on, if I don't do this two hours of meditation or this, you know, they get hard on themselves. And I think that's detrimental. So thank mm -hmm. you for letting our audience know that you must listen to yourself, to your environment, to what's going on in your life in order to make the adjustments you need to. Even transitioning into motherhood, whether you're younger, and I, I felt like almost being older, the transition was difficult because you said you're so used to just taking care of yourself. You're alone, even if you have a husband, but this, um, this being that's in the room, that's constantly mm -hmm. at you. <laughs> Tanya can relate. She's got her child. <laughs> yeah, I literally have my child with me as we speak and he's kind of waking up. Thank you so much for being with us, Gail. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. He's adorable. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. Thanks for tuning in. These episodes are intended to be of great value to you. And so we hope you truly got something out of this one. And if you did, don't hesitate to spread the love, leave us a review, comment, share with one or two people who you know may resonate with the content and visit www.mindfulmompreneurmoments.com for more inspiring content. Continue to live with omnipresent awareness and compassionate mindfulness. Many blessings.